This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get busy. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. As we introduce the panel on the Thursday edition, Peter Sherman is a broadcaster, businessman, and former conservative MPP. How's the Shermanator? Happy today and happy to be with you, sir. Likewise, thank you for that. Stephen Holliday, the Deputy Mayor, Counselor for Ward 3 at Tobacco Center in the house. Stephen, hello. Well, hello, John, and hello to the panel. Happy to be with you here on this second day of spring. All right, well, first full day, but happy, happy, joy, joy. Is there joy in Mudville? Okay. Uh, and David Wills, Senior Vice President of Media Profile, a leading Toronto public relations agency. How's it, Wilster? I'm pretty good. I'm a little concerned that everybody's so happy. I feel like uh, you may have something on me here that I don't know about yet. <laughs> Boy, there you go. That's good. Paranoia has pervaded the room. Hey, sometimes the trees are following you, John. <laughs> you know, David, don't look back. as a strategist, I've got to ask you, because uh, the Liberals, you know, thought that they could probably wipe the SNC-Lavalin story off the top of the fold, uh, part of the newspaper, if you want to go uh, legacy media. And uh, in effect... Uh, have everybody talking about the budget. Uh, now the Leger poll that's just been released, I was uh, hanging on to it here a second or two ago. It says that 39% of Canadians aren't even aware of the damn thing, and uh, most don't care. Uh, 19% say it was bad. Only 12% say it was good. And uh, other developments now, the Conservatives, six points ahead of the Liberals if a vote were held today, 37 to 31. And Scheer has actually jumped ahead of Trudeau on the question who'd make the better prime minister. He's 25%, Trudeau only 24. It's kind of neck and neck, margin of error stuff. But I'm wondering, uh, you know, if they thought the budget would be uh, a convenient thing to, you know, wipe this thing off. Then you've got Jane Philpott uh, and also the CEO of SNC-Lavalin coming out uh, disputing what was said by the Prime Minister and Jerry Butts. Justin Trudeau seems to think that ragging the puck is a pretty good strategy here. Are they mishandling this file? I don't know. I don't know if it's being mishandled. I guess I I disagree with you that they use this budget as a, like that there was some big master strategy uh, to wipe other stories off the front page because I don't think they put a lot of effort behind it uh, in communicating it. They didn't. They didn't seem to do the the typical things that you do with a budget, uh, with you know lining up the supporters and then hitting the road and doing all of these other things. Uh, or if they are, it's being completely lost. But I I, I think that they. They put forward a budget that's hopefully for them. I think what they is that they want to define the ballot question, which is not they don't want it to be SNC, obviously. But I think they wanted to define the ballot question as, you know, yeah, maybe we're not perfect and everything else. But that, <laughs> no, and I think that that's you know sort of where you got to start. Uh huh. But it's like you know, yeah, we're going to keep spending, and yeah, we don't have a plan on this. But the concern, and I think they are. They have decided with this budget that they're running against the conservatives and against the conservatives only. I think they've left their left flank open. They don't believe there's a threat there. And with the conservatives, it's like, do you do you want a little more about what we're doing, or do you want to go to the deep austerity that Andrew Shear is going to have to do? And they baited the conservatives with that, with you know, it's this or cuts, it's this or families, it's this or that. Really? And well, I, you know, I, I think I, I think that that's just their. They're, they're setting their, their first out point as a strategy, that that's how they want to define it because they can't control the SNC story. Okay. Well, uh, they can't control it because they've been fumbling it uh, even into today. And now you've got, well, l- let's just uh, listen to Jugmeet Singh. Uh, he's your guy repeating a call for a public inquiry in the House. 
Judge with the Justice Committee shutting down the opportunity to continue the investigation with a liberal-dominated, a liberal-majority membership on that committee, we know that it's going to be difficult to get to the truth. So that's why, more than ever, given Ms. Philpott's interview, given everything that we've heard, more than ever, we need a public inquiry to get to the truth. Canadians need to know the truth. Ms. Philpott herself says Canadians deserve to know the truth. That's what we believe. Canadians need to know if the government's working for them, working on their side, because right now it looks like Mr. Trudeau and the Liberal government are working for their powerful friends instead of everyday Canadians. All right, so this whole brouhaha, the latest from Philpott and uh, the SNC-Lavalin head, Peter Sherman, I mean, uh, is this for the Liberals going to get worse before it gets better? Well, I think it is now, and, and I've been on here with you the past number of weeks. I guess it's now two months since this thing broke, saying nothing to see here, folks. There's no scandal. Uh, the Liberals, much as I don't like them, haven't done anything wrong in terms of what they did on behalf of SNC-Lavalin. What they did wrong was uh, internally to, on the Prime Minister's part, abuse his own people, uh, particularly uh, of the feminine persuasion and the indigenous persuasion, and uh, put the lie to what he calls himself and how he represents himself. I think I'm going to have to walk those words back, because if, if you think that you're going to walk out on the on the public stage in an election year with that budget, and uh, everybody's going to sit there and listen to it and politely applaud or say, well, we don't like it, we probably could do better, and that's all there is, wrong. And if you have Jane Philpott doing interviews of that nature with McLean's Magazine saying, hey, there's a hell of a lot more here, folks, than meets the eye, and pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, something here is going to explode. And I think that uh, although people, and I, I get the sense too in talking to people, don't get what the nature of the SNC-Lavalin scandal, and I put scandal in air quotes, is about, because I don't get it either. I think that there is more to the story. We're going to find it out. And I think that uh, for the first time, I'm prepared to say, you better not count all your chickens come October 19th, Justin Trudeau, just yet. All right. Uh, well, the public inquiry that was asked for by Jagmeet Singh, I guess people are wrangling towards that. But, you know, Peter did allude, uh, Stephen, to the fact that, you know, he's uh, ruffling some feathers. Uh, women may see him in a different light now. You had this uh, Selena Cesar Chavan saying that, you know, he berated her when she said she wasn't going to run again. Her husband corroborated that story, said he could hear the yelling over the phone. Phil Pott said, you know, uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould's been uh, muffled. Uh, we, you know, have more to say. So... What's more potentially damaging to the prime minister and the liberal brand, uh, his feminist standing or obfuscation surrounding Lavskin? Well, I just think it's going to be the quality of his character in general. Look, you always run the risk. If you run around virtue signaling and then you don't walk the walk, somebody's going to call you on it. And I think that's going to be uh, the prime minister's problem over the next number of months or these stories and other people that will come out of the woodwork with their story about how they're going to cast him in a bad light. You know, Peter mentioned the man behind the curtain. That's what I have to wonder is, you know, is the Prime Minister, the guy in his office, running around in circles with his hair on fire each day? And that has been the recurring theme I've seen in all of these stories and all of the people coming out is a, a continual question of his leadership uh, about the quality of, of how this Prime Minister runs his cabinet and runs the government. And uh, I, I think it is a bit of inside baseball trying to figure out how these scandals work and how this issue worked. And, but eventually the public's going to keep hearing the same message as somebody criticizing on how the relationship worked between uh, the prime minister and his cabinet and how the, the government is working. 
And, um, you know, this budget of shiny things didn't really seem to work out. You know, the shiniest thing of all that uh, was the uh, the big uh, mortgage equity piece that was supposed to save people money. And what do you get the next day? You get people criticizing that, wondering if it's going to work. It's not even a left and right criticism. Is it even going to work? So you have to wonder, how did this budget go together? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because, uh, look, running on uh, the premise that they're good stewards of the economy, it brings to mind Carville uh, when he helped uh, Clinton win the White House against Bush, the senior, saying, you know, it's the economy, stupid. And people tend to vote wallet issues. But now, uh, as Stephen said, you know, if it really comes down to character or credibility, do you think those can be defining issues? Are those campaigns won and lost on stuff like character and credibility? David Wills? Well, I think it was in the last election, right, that, that I think that that's what he put himself forward on, was that he had a different character and a different approach and different uh, And yet the economy was uh, rather robust and doing well. And uh, Well, no, it, the, the economy was starting to recover last time. It was, you know, it, Stephen Harper had been through some tough times. and We had balanced budgets for the most part. Well, the, well, that turned out to be not true, well, right? They they announced an like you know these are this is an election budget like the, you know you bring that up yeah it's an election budget. Stephen said there's goodies here and there's goodies there. All of them are three years in the future, so it doesn't really cost anything. Stephen Harper went the other way, which was gee we were even better at this than we thought. We're going to have a surplus, and everybody kind of laughed at that because they looked at the underlying numbers and said that's a little ambitious. And it turned out it was. But we all know that the new government first thing you do is make it worse than that so you give yourself a better starting point, right? That's mm. classic politics. So that that's what this is here. I think with, you know, going back to character, that's what he ran on last time, which was, you know, sunny days. It was, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be these things. And now all of that is being challenged by the bare, very uh, constituencies that he talked about, that he was a feminist, that he was going to promote women. And these very, very strong, independent, well-qualified women that ran for, uh, for the party are standing up and saying, I'm not on board. And that is gonna, that's going to stick. It's whether, you know, the thing about character, it's his character. Can Sheer and Singh show a different character that's, if that's going to be the question? All right, uh, unless his is so diminished that, uh, in contrast, they're going to look like, uh, you know, they're Boy Scouts. Uh, I think if you're counting on somebody sinking as opposed to you rising, it's a loser strategy. So Is it? Well, you know, uh, I had somebody tell me, I can't reference if it was uh, Monday or Tuesday with a panel, but uh, people tend to lose elections rather than win them. Sherman? I was going to say that. I think, I think David, uh, I've heard you say that. Elections in Canada are always lost. They're never won. So, so if you're counting on somebody sinking, we're watching it happen because if you would ask the question, who has, is, is the most likely to win this election, even at the beginning of 2019, I think all three of us, you know, you might have your favorite and I might have my favorite, but I think all three of us would have uh, looked over towards Trudeau and we might have liked it or not liked it, but we would have acknowledged that he was the front runner. I'm not so sure we can do that anymore. I, I, I agree, Peter, but I think we can also agree that Tim Hudak lost an election. John Tory lost an election when they were supposed to win those elections. So I think that you lose elections goes both ways. It's not just about the incumbent. I wouldn't argue with that. Right. Uh, and I'm just wondering if he lose it on this uh, matter of character and credibility versus uh, the economy. And even the economy is flatlining right now as we're going into deeper and deeper deficit and debt. Uh, I don't know that there's any card he can hey. play. People are people know that uh, wherever there's a liberal, taxes aren't far behind, and you know that that's uh, you know you, you've been a Canadian long enough to understand that type of thing. But uh, look, I think about Michael Ignatieff and other and other stories where there was a great start and, and things changed. 
Um, I just think it's going to be uh, whether or not these stories continue to come out over time and that this story continues to have legs. It has for a long time, and the Liberals have not been good at shutting it down. And who's propagating the story? Their own people. Their own people coming out of the woodwork. Do you know the, the one thing that you brought this up, actually, John, when you were uh, talking to Anthony Fury 45 minutes ago or so? Um, and, and it's not about feminism, and it's not about Indigenous people. It's about BSing. Uh, and, and we're talking now about the president of SNC-Lavalin himself saying there was never an issue of 9,000 jobs. So if, if the president of the company comes out and says, we didn't play that card, that didn't come from us, and the prime minister did play that card, this is where you start to scratch your head and say, who's zooming who here? Well, and this is why I say it comes down to character and credibility versus perhaps the economy, and maybe it uh, will eclipse the economy as the predominant thing or the prevailing thing that sticks in Canadians' minds. But it's still a long ways out, so uh, it's something we'll have to keep apprised of here on a daily basis as more shoes drop. We'll come back. More topics worthy of discussion with our panel for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.